0: You're listening to Photo Tea with Anissa D, where we share all things related to photography. Welcome to episode 14 of Photo Tea with Anissa D. Today, we're going to be talking about all things style shoots, content days, and photography workshops. And I've actually brought on an incredibly talented photographer, Don Jarvis, to talk about this fun topic with me. So Don, could you please introduce yourself? Tell us who you are and where you're from.
1: Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. I am a, a elopement Photographer based out of Oregon, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in Oregon. I'm in the Eugene area.
0: Okay, got it. How did you like first get into photography, and when did you first get into photography? Oh
1: my gosh, it feels so weird to say this, but like I got started in high school, and so like <laughs> 2009, which is wild. Oh my god! Yeah, I got started back in 2009. I was in high school. I was like yearbook editor. I was just doing kind of photography off to the side, and like anybody who needed photos, and then as I went to college, I joined a sorority and I took photos for all the Greek life and then they were all getting married and engaged and all that stuff. And so I was just kind of like along for the ride and became everyone's photographer. And it just kind of slowly built up from that.
0: Yeah. Did you first start off then in weddings and couples and stuff or what kind of photography did you start off doing?
1: In high school, it was like just like fun friend shoots, like at sleepovers and stuff like that. And then it turned into like senior photos because that started to become a thing when I was graduating. And then from there, that's when it turned into like family sessions, couple sessions, and then weddings, like full on weddings. I didn't start elopements until probably like five years into my like quote unquote business, I guess you could say.
0: So when did you first get into like creative photography, shoots for yourself, that kind of work, non-client
1: work? I feel like, oh my gosh, maybe seven years ago. I actually really was into like creative work. Like as I got started, like that was actually like how I got into weddings. Like my sorority sisters would put on like fake weddings for me and like frat guys (laughs) and sorority sisters would like model for me. So I could photograph, like we called them mock weddings and like we literally did multiple of them. Like it was so fun. And like kind of started like that before I even knew what they were called. Like we literally called them mock weddings. And then from there, that's kind of like, uh, I started shooting like the bigger weddings. And I realized like a couple of years into that, that I really was not meant to be like a bigger wedding photographer. Like it was just way too much. I'm super introverted. So that was really hard for me. And I felt like after a while, I was like, felt like I was like kind of doing a disservice to my clients because I was so shy and like I was having such a hard time with like the reception and like the group photos with the families and all that kind of stuff. Like I would just kind of like, I don't know, not mm-hmm. be myself. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to start doing elopements. I want to start doing more like tiny weddings, smaller weddings. And they were starting to become a thing in the PNW. So yeah. I just, asked friends to model for me in really cool locations that I've been dying to shoot at that couples like wouldn't pay to go to yet. Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe if I get other people there that model for me, maybe other people will want that. And I can use it as inspiration. And that's, I guess it did work, obviously. (laughs) So you'd you'd
0: say that these creative shoots really helped you kind of figure out what your passion was and like what you're super passionate about.
1: Oh, 100%. Yes. -hmm. I was able to like test out all these cool locations and kind of figure out like what worked for me, like how far I was willing to drive, what locations like, you know, made me really excited and creative to shoot at, what mm. I was able to do with my clients. And it's wild because some of my first solid shoots were in the Redwoods and that is like my number one, like a location oh, that I shoot at besides the coast. Yeah, So it's like crazy to see how that's like kind of come full circle for me.
0: That's incredible. That's awesome. And, you know, we'll kind of talk about that too, just how they can Having creative shoots can help in your actual client work. But I did want to, you called them mock weddings, which I love. But for someone who doesn't really know, like, what would you, how would you define like a styled or creative shoot?
1: Honestly, it's just a, a shoot that you plan that it's literally all, it's, I mean, it's a like quote unquote <laughs> fake, which is so funny to say. But like for me, like I've always put my effort towards a styled shoot as like I get to photograph this couple potentially getting married or reading vows or just like an, an engagement session kind of vibe and i want the couple to be as invested into it as i am but they're not paying for it basically mm-hmm. like i'm asking them to model in a certain location in certain attire doing certain things so that i can use that for inspirational photos and to practice like creativity and shots and all these things and then the couple obviously receives photos yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, with that, can we kind of just talk about what it looks like setting up just a content, like just a style shoot for yourself? Like how do you come up with the ideas? You talked about finding really cool locations. Can you walk us through kind of what your process looks like?
1: Yeah, definitely. So for me, I try really hard to like think about style shoots as like, you know, obviously it's going to make inspirational photos for what I want to book. So like like I need to think about like where I want my business to go and like how I want it to look like and where I want to be shooting more. So for me, like I really want to shoot at more cool Airbnbs. And so I'm gonna seek out epic Airbnbs, find couples that are willing to go to these spots that are also excited about these locations and then find either a stylist or do the styling myself and you know get the wedding attire, get if I want to do like a dinner scape, if I want to like meals If Mm -hmm. I want to have like any sort of activity, like there's like all these little pieces that kind of go along with it. But as long as it's like matching my brand and like where I want my business to go and it'll actually like benefit me from marketing and stuff, then Mm -hmm. I'll go full throttle with it.
0: Yeah. Do you come up with the like ideas on your own or how do you come up with the concepts? Do you use Pinterest? I guess what's like your inspiration?
1: I would say Pinterest for sure. I typically start with like the location, like what's the vibe? Where's where do I really want to shoot at more? What's like a place I don't do enough and I want to go to more often? Mm -hmm. Am I creating like blog posts around that? Like, you know, what kind of content do I need? And then that's when I kind of like go to Pinterest and see what the vibe I can find on there to like help me like visually explain my like concept to the models or the Airbnb or the location, or if I want a stylist to hop on board with me, then I can show this person like what I want it to look like and just kind of make like a mood board for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel like Pinterest is just the best. The first place that I go when I'm, I have like an idea in my head, but I don't, I can't see it fully on paper. So I go to Pinterest and just look at all the boards, look at all the pins and kind of put together my thoughts. So I Mm -hmm. I love that. How do you typically go about finding like people to work with you, like models, vendors? Do you have any tips? Because I think a lot of people and myself included, when I first started putting together these styled shoots, these content days, it's just like sometimes can be really hard to find models for the most part. And then if you are including vendors, how do you typically go about reaching out?
1: Oh, for sure. I feel like it can be so defeating if you can't find the models and like You're just trying so hard to plan this epic shoot and you just can't find the right people. Mm -hmm. I obviously will post on my stories and kind of see how that goes for me. Like, if I'm getting the people that I want to reach out, kind of like the vibe I'm looking for. If that's not working, then I just start asking. So typically, I just go to photographers because photographers totally understand what a salad shoot typically looks like or like what it could be like. And so they totally get the vibe of like how they kind of want the day to go. So I typically ask photographers to model for me, or I ask photographers if they have any friends that really want photos like this and see if they can help me find somebody that's in like a different circle than I'm in maybe. Mm -hmm. But typically I just post on my stories and kind of see what happens.
0: Yeah. For me, it's
1: always been like trying to find somebody who's totally invested in the vision that I have. I try not to care as much about like the body type or any of those types of things. I'm just like, I literally just want a couple who's so excited to be photographed and doing the things that I want to do and like can invest their whole afternoon or day with me mm-hmm. so that I'm not just like hanging out with a couple who's like, you know, one of them is excited to be there and the other one's like kind of forced to be there. Like I want them both so stoked, so yeah. invested. I want them to read vows, like get excited, be emotional Yeah. I don't know all the things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's also really helpful too, because I do the whole like post on the stories, but I find like when you're in another location, you don't really know the community there just yet. So that's so smart the way that you go about it and reaching out to photographers, but also at some point, if you can't find anyone and you're really looking, like you said, you're really looking for someone who's going to be excited and just finding just anyone might not actually fit the vision. So reaching out to people who you think will is like such a smart idea. Just, yeah, I love that. Do you reach out to vendors too? Or how, or do you like post on your stories or how do you go about finding vendors?
1: I'll reach out to vendors. Some if I'm looking for like just florals and I'll reach out to a couple different florists and like see who's available. Obviously like if my models need to be paid, if they're like skipping work or have to get a babysitter, like I'll obviously pay them. Mm -hmm. And then same with the vendors. Like I try really hard to like pay them as much as I can I try to style sheets, like obviously to keep a budget. And so I'm like, this is a budget that I have that I could work with. Like, are you able to create me something like this within this budget? And Mm -hmm. sometimes they're like, I don't even want to get paid. I'm so excited. And sometimes they're, you know, all about the budget or they can't go with that budget. So it just kind of like depends on the vendors that I need to work with.
0: Got it. Yeah. That was going to be one of my questions. If your style shoots are typically collaborative or paid, I feel like a lot of new photographers are like uncertain if they have to pay or not. And I think it's just establishing that like communication upfront. Mm-hmm. Well, like, what would you say? How is the best way to navigate that?
1: I mean, I think about it. Like if you want to do it collaboratively, like that's awesome. But just know that like whoever you're working with is going to do their own thing. So like, even if you have like a joint vision, they're still going to do it their way. And if you want it to be a very specific vision for your brand, you have to pay them because then they'll do it the way you need it done. And yeah. that's like the biggest issue I've noticed with like the collaborative styles is that they'll all, everyone goes home and they're like, that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And it's like, well, yeah, because you did it. Each of you is doing your own part. and It's not like coming together because of that. So if you pay your vendors, then they'll do exactly what you need for your vision. And then I feel like your time isn't wasted because you've got exactly what you needed for your brand. Yeah,
0: that's such a smart way to think about it. I don't think I've ever thought about it that way, but that's so true. And it makes sense, you know, if you're working with a florist and they want to they have a specific vision or a certain arrangement that they want to market, they're probably gonna do that and somewhat in line with your vision. But that that totally makes sense. I guess with all of that, so I'm sure that your different styled shoots look different depending on how many vendors and everything, but how long does it typically take to plan? Like, are you planning it for months in advance or weeks in advance? What is that like? What does that look like time frame?
1: I'm such a procrastinator. I'm like, a oh, crap, it's coming up. I need to start planning this kind of a girl. Like I'll put it in my calendar. I'll reach out to the Airbnb so I can like lock in like dates or whatever. And then after that, I just kind of like ghost it. It's so bad. Like I need to be putting so much more effort.
0: <laughs> I love that. I feel like that's very honest. And I think a lot of people do that. But then it gets it gets stuff done. Like you get it done is, yes, you know, that you have 100%. like a certain you have a date. So, you know, you need to get everything done by that date.
1: Yes, definitely. I wish I would plan a little bit more advanced. It depends too. Like if I have a bunch of vendors on the team, then it is planned like maybe two months advanced, mm-hmm. but I'm not like a six month prior kind of girl. Like that's just not, no
0: way. <laughs> okay. Got it. Okay. So I do want to talk about like styled shoots versus like a content day. And okay. before we get into that, I do want to kind of talk about what that is, but I'm assuming the amount of time that you put in for like a personal style shoot is probably different than like a content day where other photographers are involved. But I guess backtracking, do you want to kind of share what you view as the difference between the two when it's just you for yourself or when you're inviting other photographers to come along?
1: I mean, a styled shoot for me is like, it's hundred percent for me. Like it's my shoot for my brand, like what I need out of it. And I'm not having anyone else come. A content day is obviously like I'm putting on a style shoot that I think is going to benefit a ton of people's brands and they can come. And like, if they want to learn from me as they're shooting, then I would show them how I would shoot it. And then they're also getting like an educational portion to it besides, you know, awesome mm-hmm. marketing photos. Got it.
0: So I guess what does like a content date kind of look like? Is it very different than a styled shoot? Is there a lot more planning that goes involved? Or what are some of the differences that you've, I mean, I know like the thought process behind it's very different, but what would you say just in terms of planning that you do differently for the two?
1: Obviously planning way more in advance for that because it's not just for me at that point. Like, I can kind of be a little more lax when it's just for me. but When I'm planning for people who are paying to be a part of it, like I want to be like a hundred percent, like ready to go on board. I have everything scheduled out, planned out, timeline, what to pack. Like I send them a full PDF of like how to plan for the shoe. You know, I start a group message and all the things (laughs) like I'm going very like above and beyond for it. I make sure my models are like fun, unique models that aren't what everyone always shoots. Like my models for my upcoming one are coming in from Canada and Montana and we're shooting in Southern Oregon. So like no one's local, which is super fun. Yeah. How yeah. many, how many photographers typically attend a
0: content day?
1: I like having six to eight. I have six for this one and I'm super pumped about that. I feel like it's super intimate. It's going to be so much fun. We do have, we've got horses, at, horses at the shoot and then we're hiking for another part of the shoot. So the smaller the group, I feel like it's so much easier to navigate these like extra pieces.
0: Yeah. How
1: did you find?
0: I saw that on your stories. I'm like, how did
1: you find the horse? Like, how did you find and put the whole, this specific one all together? I've shot elopements with this company before with their horses in the Redwoods. And so <sighs> they were like, we really want more content. I'm like, uh, let's do something because oh I'd love to shoot with y'all more. I'm down here all the time. Couples yeah. love activities. And I actually feel like a lot of people who photograph elopements don't get to photograph elopements with activities very often. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we all want to photograph that couple who takes a helicopter ride or an airplane or a hot air balloon, you know, so like rides horses, kayaks, whatever it may be. And a lot, it's really hard to like, I feel like convince our couples sometimes that like doing this activity on their elopement day can be super epic, even though it's typically pretty costly. So it's super fun to like plan a content day that's going to give all the photographers content of like a couple getting ready together and then riding horses on their elopement day and then reading vows somewhere epic and going yeah. to a new location and having a dinner there. Like what a dream elopement could look like, you know? Right. right.
0: I feel like that's definitely one of the main benefits of attending a content day is for the marketing content, but also for like the experience of just going through all of that and what it looks like and working with, you know, someone like you and just kind of seeing it. Do you typically have like multiple concepts? Like, do you have I've heard that like sometimes people have like one concept where they do and then it's like another day, another concept or kind of how do you like to navigate your content days? Are they on the same day, one one concept or I guess kind of share with with us what what you do?
1: Yeah, I feel like for me, like I just do it all. Like I just do one couple typically or one elopement per day. So I'm just doing a one day content day this time. And it's just one couple's doing the elopement part. And then I have another couple modeling the like couple session kind of like more lifestyle style shoot. So everyone can kind of take, kind of have like one more relaxed shoot. And this specific one you said was one day or a couple days. So I just have a one day. It's a one day, one day. It's like, we're actually, it's kind of cool. We're setting this up really unique. So I've never done it like this. We're starting the day with the elopement couple, like getting ready with the horses. And then we're doing like a quick break with them. And then we're going to a coastal location with the like lifestyle couple session. And then we're meeting up with the elopement couple again. Mm -hmm. So... I'm trying to kind of like show people how they could split up their day with their couples. Cause like one of my favorite packages that I offer for elopements is a sunrise, to sunset package. And it's like, I hang out with them in the morning. I take a break with them in the afternoon. I meet up with them in like later afternoon, golden hour vibe. And that gives a couple, like a chance to have like different parts of day with different lighting and not have that like midday lighting. Mm-hmm. And then this, doing this content day like that kind of gives other people that same kind of vibes. They're able to like see how that day would look like. And then they're also able to like use that for blog posts and marketing and like communicating that to their clients, like what a day could look like if they did like a morning and evening kind of thing.
0: Yeah. That's so smart. Like just another benefit that i haven't even thought about like attending a content day is just getting to see what that looks like and get some ideas for their personal packages i feel like you would learn so much just attending someone else's content day who's carefully thought it out and like you said i i haven't even heard i don't do many like well i do but not up north, and so I I think it's so cool to see how you do like the sunrise and the sunset packages. And you know, I'm learning something here right now just talking to you about that. <laughs> but what would you say? So we're talking about some benefits of attending a content day. What are some benefits of like planning and hosting one? What do you personally enjoy about that?
1: Honestly, there, I mean, there's so many things. I love building that new community, like getting to know new photographers and like kind of hanging out with them seeing them like, like light up also when they're able to achieve a photo that they've wanted for a long time or to capture something they've always wanted to capture or something, or like, you'll just see like them light up. It's so fun. And it's like really exciting to see that part of it. Or like the after effect where they message you like weeks after, like, I just booked my first Redwoods Elopement if they shot in the Redwoods with me. And that's just so special to see like kind of the full circle with that. And then obviously like for me, like I have a whole education side of my business. So like, this is like kind of like the start of them getting to know me and like what I'm able to help them and like teach them in person. And like, they might end up going to my shop and purchasing more, you know? Mm-hmm. So like the business side of me is also like happy about that too, of course.
0: Totally. So I did want to ask because I feel like the terms, at least for me, sometimes get confused between like a style shoot, a content day, and then a workshop. Cause I see that, that word thrown around. And I'm curious, like, is there a difference between a content day and a workshop for you? Or do you kind of use they're like the same or I guess, what's the difference if there is one?
1: I feel like if you're throwing in the word workshop, then you're actually like sitting and teaching. Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting and teaching at a content day. I am like walking through the shoot with them. I am like encouraging them to shoot specific angles or like, Hey, you guys have been standing in the same spot the whole time. Like back it up, shoot through this, try this angle, like come over here, see this differently. I'm, I'm challenging them but I'm not necessarily like teaching them the entire freaking time. Whereas like a photography workshop, I feel like I have like We have like a sit down. I have presentations scheduled. I have other speakers. It's way more education based. And then obviously there's photo shoots too, but it's so much more, I feel like education when it's like the workshop style.
0: Got it. So like workshops are more so focused on the education with shoots included versus content Mm -hmm. days are like the shoots are the main part with some education just as you go through the day.
1: Yes, that's how I see it, at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Do you do workshops as well, then, and host them? I have one workshop I'm doing this year, but I don't know if I'm going to continue to do them because they're just a lot. Like they're overnight, they're a lot of work. Like, yeah, they're really fun and they're they're a blast. But I'm like, I have two little kids now. I don't know if I can handle this anymore. Totally. How many have you planned in the past? I've probably done over 15 workshops, like oh overnight, gosh. multiple nights. It's a lot.
0: Okay. Well, I'd love to hear more about like what goes into planning them. I don't, like I said, I feel like a lot of people do them differently. I've never personally been to a workshop. So I'd love to hear how many days, how much goes into it on the planning end. Cause I think a lot of photographers who are new in the space don't really know everything that goes into them because they're like you said, there's so much work and there's so much, there's so many benefits from attending them and so much education to be learned. So I'd love to hear from your perspective, what you personally do to plan.
1: Yeah, 100%. So I feel like for me planning a workshop, so much of it obviously comes down to like what the attendees need. So I try to like kind of figure out first off like where I want to do it, who, what vendors I want a part of it. And then I don't even like, you know, put it out to like the universe until that's all scheduled. Like I have the right vendors. I have everything I need to like have a solid workshop. And then from there, like I need to plan like a full menu based off of everybody's dietary restrictions. I need to get like a caterer or have someone there to like cook for everybody. I need to plan out all the talks that either I'm teaching or I'm having guests spoken. I need to make sure that all of my attendees have like, if they're going to stay at the house, like do we, you know, obviously the house has enough beds for everybody. And if I have guest speakers. Where are they staying? If they're staying with us, the vendors, all of that, I need to make the timeline. Do I yeah. want to give them a swag, like merch, like do I want like the cute stuff? Like and then like, obviously there's like the whole photo shoot side of it and like planning out like how many shoots you're doing, what comes with the shoots, how are you doing the shoots, the timeline for the shoots, like it's a lot. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a lot. How do you set those expectations
0: for photographers attending? Do you, like I know you said for your content days, you have a PDF, but kind of how do you go about marketing for a workshop? How much do you share before they book and pay and how much do you share after? How do you set those expectations of what they should expect?
1: I just kind of the same thing. Like, I I mean, on my website, I'll tell them, you know, like what days is going to be, where it's going to be at. I don't really tell them too much about the photo shoots. If I do have a stylist and we've created a mood board before we've launched, then I show the mood boards, obviously. But I don't like guarantee like who are the models because people can back out. You never know. and I don't want Mm -hmm. people to like show up specifically based off of a model. I don't say exactly what the talks are going to be about because... I actually really like to hear from what the attendees are needing. So like, if I think I'm going to talk about client experience, but I put a questionnaire out for all the attendees once they sign up and they're like, oh, we really want to learn about this. I'm like, cool, I'll switch it up. Let's teach about this. And it's like, you guys seriously want that, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. That was, I was going to ask like what kind of, so you kind of gauge based off the people who are attending, what education you're going to share Is that kind of... Got it. I love that. That's so smart too. And then you're really catering towards the photographers attending and making sure that they're going to get the most out of it, which I love that. What type of photographer do you say would benefit more from like a content day or and like what type of photographer would benefit more from a workshop? Like if someone's not sure, should they do a content day or a workshop and maybe they're in a different point of their business? I guess what stage of their business should they be...
1: I feel like if someone is like ready to go full-time or has just gone full-time and they need like some serious, like one-on-one help, I think the photography workshop is the way to go because there's so much one-on-one time to like hang out with like the other photographers or like the lead hosts or whatever, and like get so much help and info during like lunch and dinners, and like after dinner, hangouts, like asking all these like specific questions that you can like show up to a workshop with and learn and like have the time to actually implement them with the people that you're with. Like, it's so motivating. Whereas like a content day is like, okay, I've always wanted to shoot in this location. Like I don't want to put on my own shoe. I want to go shoot it with someone else and like see how they would do it. Like that's a really great way just to, just to build the marketing aspect of it. Or maybe you're putting out a bunch of blog posts or a bunch of reels and you need content. Like that's a great way to do it. But I feel like if you're going to a workshop, it's because you're ready to like skyrocket your business. Like that's, it's just such a different environment. I feel like.
0: Yeah. Totally. I love that. That, that makes a lot of sense too. This was just something I was like thinking about. I just kind of wanted to ask, but what is like your favorite workshop that you've ever done?
1: Oh gosh, that's so hard. (laughs) Actually really, I got to teach one or I got to host one in North Cascades National Park. And it's actually where I got married and it was really fun. We stayed in these really cool cabins. The photo shoots were really fun. Like we just had such a good time. Like, I don't know, that was such a good group. The whole thing was just a really fun time with such a great group, so I feel like that one's still my favorite.
0: What makes something like super special is it just like the environment, just like everything kind of working out, and there are no hiccups, or just the people. I like, mean,
1: there's always hiccups, there's always mm-hmm. things, but like I feel like it's like the attendees, like it's how much effort they put in back into it. So like if mm-hmm. you're putting all this effort into playing this like epic workshop, a like, couple days where there's like really fun meals and really fun shoots and there's great talks and everyone's just kind of hanging out, like some of them just feel like extra like cozy and fun like that. There's yeah. actually another one I did in Mount Hood and it was so much fun. We went to this epic house and I feel like we all just became like best friends by the end of it. Like it was <sighs> such a good time and everyone just stayed up all night hanging out. And it was just like, there was dance parties at like two in the morning. Everyone's drinking. Like it was oh so much fun. <laughs> You're making me want to attend years later this year. Do you have like it
0: planned out yet? Or are you still in the works about it?
1: No, it's 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 happening in June, so it's already booked out though. And I'm it's gonna be a lot of fun. (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh, where's that one gonna be?
1: It's kind of in between the coast and Portland because we're shooting in the gorge and the coast. I try to find like this, like it's like a cute house in wine country. It'll be really fun. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Do you typically
0: plan them by yourself, or is it mostly you and then you hire on maybe some vendors who will help with like styling or things like that, or is it yeah?
1: Yeah. It's kind of pretty, I try to keep it pretty minimal. Like my content day is like me and a stylist. Her business is Curated Mess. She's out of Bend and she's phenomenal. And Mm. then my workshop I'm doing with a florist, Briar and Ivy. She's also phenomenal. We've done a ton of workshops together before. So she loves planning out the meals and the styling and all that stuff. So she's actually like, can I kind of take that on? I was like, "Uh, yes, hundred percent. Go for it. Like, (laughs) Okay. Wait, that's like, perfect.
0: That's, that's like, so nice. And then that kind of takes that off you to do more of like the education and then the photography and the the actual content. So I love that. That's awesome. Is there anything that in the past that you've done that you would do differently today when planning any sort of creative shoot or a workshop? Just anything that you've learned throughout your journey of putting together these creative shoots?
1: Okay. I feel like the biggest thing for me that I have to do before going into them, and I didn't always do this, but I've just like recently started doing it, is creating a shot list and then a blog list. And so like, I have to create like a full shot list of every single shot that I need because obviously I want to like be storytelling and be really like immersed in the experience. But I do need these photos for my business. Like I need them for something. And so I have to stay like on tracks that I have every shot that I need for, you know, whatever I need it for. And then the blog list is like, how many blog posts can I create out of this one session? So like sunrise versus sunset or First look versus a traditional like a first look versus traditional first look or getting ready together or mm-hmm. like all of the many things that I could blog about, like how can this photo shoot add to my business, add to my resources, help me on Google, like all these things. Yeah. And so like making sure that I have that all written down before so that I can stay on track during the sessions.
0: That's so smart. I love that. And I think that's a really interesting perspective because I think a lot of people go into these creative shoots and they're like, okay, I want, and it's not bad, but they go in and they're like, I want this for Instagram or I want this for like my, my website, but it, or I guess like for your portfolio and to share, yeah. but it's so great to think about like from a blogging perspective. I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. And I've been really like in 2023, trying to get more into blogging and being consistent with it. But that's like so smart to think about. And if you prepare, and this is kind of what I say when people ask me how I plan out my reels in advance, it's all about preparation. And if you have the content that you need, then it's going to make that process so much smoother and way easier because you've already done the work
1: kind of thing. And you have the list. And so you have to just stick with it, like make it your screen, grab on your phone or like your front screen just stick with it or bring a friend, bring an assistant. And like, I have my assistant who will come and video the whole thing, like on her phone for me. So like, she'll get all not like, she'll get BTS of me working, but also a ton of video clips of the couple so that I can use that for like real content or, you know, TikToks and all this kind of stuff too. So it's like, I don't have to also worry on top of my list and shooting and storytelling and everything also videoing behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so smart. That's something that I recently did at a style shoot that we planned. We had like the coordinator take behind the scene video of everyone and everything and then shared it with everyone. Do you like for your content days with other photographers, do you ever give them the, the videos that you take or do you kind of encourage them and remind them to take videos for themselves? How do you go about that?
1: I remind them to take their own, but I will have everybody when they do their own turn to like go photograph a couple. If we do like one-on-one time, Mm -hmm. I will video them shooting the couple and then I'll airdrop them at the end. And so that they have like content of them like working with the couple. So it's like their wedding or their (sighs) location.
0: I love that. You're so prepared. I love that. It's so important to think about like social media. I feel like we all do this. There's so many benefits, right? There's so many benefits, but a big thing that a lot of people don't think about is like the actual video content that we all kind of need at this point for TikTok and Reels. So it's smart that you're always thinking like one step ahead and then for the people attending, like you're so prepared.
1: It's a lot. It's so hard. And I feel like I hear that from so many photographers. Like, how do you remember to like record it? How do you always remember to record it? But I like you just can't not like you literally have to. Like if the moment's going to be epic, just throw your phone up there. Even if it's like wonky and crazy, like just record. Like you never know. And they have those like new phone holders for your hot shoe on your camera. Yep. So, like you could just do that and just leave your phone to record the entire time and like see what you get. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Honestly,
0: that's so smart. And just coming prepared with that. I love it. What piece of advice would you give to someone who is wanting to plan a creative shoot?
1: Oh man, just think about like your dream. Like, where do you want to shoot? What do you want to shoot? Like, maybe is it a piece of wedding attire you've always wanted to shoot? Like, maybe you've always wanted to shoot in the mountains at sunrise. Like, do that, plan that, make it happen for yourself. Think about it. If you spend like $1,500 and put it all into the style sheet, which, yes, sounds like a lot of money, but you put in like all your effort, all your time, you really think about it, you really put this effort into it, you get the right vendors, you get the right couple that you need and then you market the shit out of it after, you're going to make so much more than $1,500. Like you're going to make that back so fast. And so it's just so worth it for your business if that's like what you're really excited about.
0: Yeah. You have to put into your business to get anything out of it. And that's with anything you do. You have to put things in. And I think people know it's just, it's so hard because a lot of times photographers think or like this was me in the beginning that I was like, oh my gosh, it's expensive or is this really going to help me? But like it really does. It just, it also just fuels you. Like I feel like anytime I plan a creative, creative shoot, even just for myself, I get so inspired and I like will share it, like you said, blog about it. And then the amount of like people that find me through these really unique creative shoots. And those are the types of shoots that they're wanting to do. It's just like a whole spiral of good things. So I will definitely agree with you on that. What is something that like you would recommend photographers look out for when figuring out which like content day or create or workshop to attend? Like what are some things to look out for? as I feel like we've all heard unfortunate horror stories. Like what are some things that a photographer should make sure of before signing up for any sort of styled shoot, creative shoot?
1: Okay. So this is my personal opinion, a hundred percent. I truly think that if you're going to attend a content day, I think it needs to be one that is a full story. So there's tons of epic content days out there that are like 15 photo shoots, one day, super awesome price. Don't get me wrong. That's epic. Especially if you're like, I just need hero images for my website. I'm not worried about storytelling. I'm not worried about marketing. I just need new pics. Perfect. That's the one for you. If you're like, I need a full elopement story because I have not shot enough elopements. I need more marketing content of a full day, a full storytelling event. Then you need to go to one that's going to have Getting ready, vows, you know details, portrait times, a dinner or like a meal of some sort, like some some sort of activity. Like you need to be able to photograph an entire elopement, whether it was like a two hour kind of style, a four hour, an eight hour day. Like you never know, and like that's the content you need if you're gonna like want to book more. If you go to these content days that only have fifteen shoots, thirty minutes a shoot, you get to shoot the couple for six seconds by yourself, like. That's awesome if you really just need like one photo. Like, if you're like, I just need like some new content, my Instagram is bland, I have nothing booked, like that's perfect. But the other version is just so much better for marketing.
0: Yeah, that's so helpful. I feel like I've never heard it explained that way, but that's like, I just completely agree. And that's really good to look out for. So, I think sometimes that's kind of why I asked you earlier, how do you set those expectations with photographers? Cause I've heard, photographers go to like a workshop or something. And it just wasn't what I was expecting. So I think like you said, just really thinking about what you're going to get out of it and what your purpose for the content is going to be. That's super important. So I love that explanation. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I think that's basically everything I did want to ask. I know that your upcoming content days and workshops are fully booked out, but where could like photographers find you and sign up and everything if for future content days?
1: Of course. So I have everything listed on my website and my Instagram, just Dawn underscore photo. And then I have a whole education site too that's full of like really fun guides and PDFs and courses that'll help people with like storytelling photography and templates and all sorts of stuff. If you're looking for just ways to like level up your client experience with your photography, amazing.
0: Yeah. I'll definitely include your all that information in the show notes as well. And then where can people
1: find you on social media? Just under Dawn underscore photo. Super easy. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much, Dawn, for coming on today's podcast. It was just so great chatting with you. And I feel like I've learned so much. So I appreciate you taking the time today. And for those who listen to the end, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Photo Tea with Anissa D. If you liked today's episode, please let me know by leaving a review and make sure to follow for more episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at Anissa D Photography. See you back here next time for a new episode. Bye.